Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 327. Oh, wow. 2020 has been a year. <laughs> Oh, and okay. Let me, let me preface this by saying my year has not been bad. I actually like, I'm so, I, I'm so grateful for this year. Yes, it's had the bad things that have happened, but relative to a lot of people out there, I think I've had a pretty good year. I think the hardest thing for me has been living on my own or was living on my own when we were in lockdown and all of that. Um, plus, a few other like things on the in, in the personal life side that I don't really want to talk about on the, in public. But anyway, so seven reasons why I'm grateful for 2020 because I honestly want to leave this year on a good note, and I think it's going to be one of those years that I always will look back on with gratitude because so many good things came out of it. Even though they might have felt horrible at the time, so many great things came out of it. So, firstly. The first thing that I'm grateful for was scaling so quickly because that also scaled the bad things, which was horrible at the time. It had me in a little overwhelmed puddle, but it also showed me what needed fixing inside my business and inside my brain because a lot of the struggles that I had this year were actually mindset related. A lot of people don't tell you this, that when your business grows really quickly, the hardest part isn't deciding what you're going to do with all of the money that's now in your bank account. <laughs> it's actually deciding what the heck you're going to do with that voice in your head that's telling you like, if it grew this quickly, it can go away this quickly. If it's, you know, like what else is going to happen? And then, you know, the trolls, I started getting trolls for the first time this year, which is something I've never had to deal with before. Um, I started getting negative feedback from people who hadn't actually... Um, who didn't have anything to do with my business. So it was, yeah, it was a really tough year from that perspective. But now I've learned so much from that quick growth that I can actually start to be a lot more intentional in how I build my business going forward. The second reason why I'm grateful 2020 happened is that I got to spend a lot of time on my own because I do live on my own. And that meant that I got to know myself really well, which it's kind of funny because I always thought I knew myself really well, but I actually got to know myself a whole lot better. I realized that I actually am quite a hermit. <laughs> um, I didn't enjoy, I realized I didn't actually enjoy going out that much. And a lot of the time when I said yes to plans, I was doing it because I felt like I had to. And then I was wondering why I was just so exhausted all the time. So now I'm a lot more selective about which plans I say yes to. I'm a lot more selective about which friends I spend time with. And generally, like if I'm not feeling excited about doing something, I don't do it. So that was like a really good positive to come out of this year. The third reason why I'm grateful 2020 happened is that it forced me to work on my mindset because I did spend a lot of this year paralyzed by the fear of it all going away. And 
I finally started to get out of my own way. I realized that the biggest thing holding me back wasn't anything external to me. It was just purely me. I was my own worst enemy and I was the person self-sabotaging or still am the person self-sabotaging my success, my business, everything in my life, right? So having that wake-up call was what made me think, okay, I need to start working with a coach. I need to start really getting really getting intentional about working on my mindset because that's going to be my biggest obstacle going forward. Reason number four, 2020 pushed me out of my comfort zone and it forced me into playing a bigger game. It forced me into investing in a high ticket coach, putting myself out there more, finally pressing go on the launch of Launch Magic, which is something I've been sitting on for over a year and I'd just been really afraid. So I think had this year not played out the way that it did, I think I would still be sitting in my little paddling pool, nice and comfortable, not really wanting to wade into the deep end and into that scary unknown that comes with scaling a business, that comes with playing a bigger game, that comes with putting yourself out there so much. And like as a result of all of these things, of, of, of tiptoeing out of my comfort zone, of being comfortable with the fear, I have personally become so much more confident in myself. I know that when things go wrong, I've got this. I know that if somebody says something nasty about me, I can deal with it. I know that I can trust myself to just have things sorted right? I have so much more confidence in myself. And I feel like that's really shifted the way that I can show up for you guys because I trust myself to show up for you guys in the best way possible. Reason number five, it really made me reevaluate my vision, my vision for my business, my vision for my life, my future, everything. For so long, I've always said, oh, I just want a cruisy lifestyle business, right? My five, my five-year goal was a million dollars and I hit that this year two years early. So I realized like right now I have a cruisy lifestyle business and I'm actually a little bit bored. (laughs) So I realized like I've been upper limiting myself with this idea of this cruisy lifestyle business when in reality, actually, maybe I do want to build an empire. Maybe I do want to write 10 or 20 or 50 books, maybe not 50 books, let's be honest, maybe not even 20, but like maybe I want to write books. Maybe I want to have this empire. Maybe I want to have multiple businesses. Maybe I don't just want this one cruisy little lifestyle business. And that really shifted everything. That was one of the catalysts for stepping into a bigger game, actually, was realizing that I have been playing it small. I've been self-sabotaging myself to fit this mold of what I thought I wanted this cruisy lifestyle business. Reason number six, I finally started writing my book. (laughs) I've been talking about it for years. I've been thinking like, I want to write a book. I just don't know what I want to write my book about. And in the middle of May, when we'd just come out of lockdown and I was in a bit of a meh kind of mindset, I was a bit stuck. I actually had a great idea for this book. And then I sat on the idea for a few months. And then in... I think it was in about August, I was going through a bit of a rough patch and I started writing and I started writing and this writing this book actually really helped me get through what was quite a tough time. And 
I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful that 2020 forced me into writing this book because it's the process. I'm really enjoying the process of writing it. I'm not in a rush to publish it. I've been very open about the fact that I don't really want to self-publish it. I would rather go down the traditional publishing route and I want to do a whole book tour. So I don't want to, I'm, I don't want to launch it while we're still stuck in Australia and while I can't travel and do a book tour. I really want to do a book tour. That for me would be the fun part. I don't care if I don't make a single dollar out of the book. I just want to be able to get out there and reach new people and speak on new stages and get to travel a little bit as well. Like for me, it's not, the book's not a money-making exercise. It's about getting my idea and my vision in front of new people who I wouldn't otherwise potentially reach. So I'm going to be a little bit cagey about what the topic is. I haven't really talked about it yet, but basically it's the book that I wish I'd had five years ago when I started out in the business world. Number seven, the last reason why I'm grateful 2020 happened. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of other reasons, but the last one that I can think of right now is that it made me get really clear on what I value and what's important to me. So not what is important because I've been told that it should be important. You know, like I've always said, well, I value hard work. Actually, you know what? I realized this year, I'm like, actually, I like, I I value just things being easy. Um, yes, I work hard sometimes, but I also like to take time off. I've realized I need a lot of white space to be creative. I can't be creative if I'm working 10 hour days and just ticking off all of these tasks on my to-do list. I need the white space to be like, actually, you know what? Today, I feel like just going to the beach with my dog. I need that freedom. I need fun. I, I, if I'm not having fun in my business, my motivation takes a big dive. So it's been really interesting getting clear on the things that are important to me in my business so that I can start to design my days, my weeks, my months, my years around the things that I need. So like what one thing I've started doing now roughly every two or three months is booking a week away at the beach and I delete social media off my phone. I do sometimes still do a little bit of work. Like at the moment I'm about to head off on a week away at the beach, but I still obviously have to teach my launch magic students because the course is running at the moment. And that's totally cool, but I'm going to do very little other work other than that. And actually, I just thought of a bonus reason why I'm grateful for 2020. I got Archie, my little puppy. Uh, I always joke, I say he's my pandemic puppy, but he's not actually my pandemic puppy. He's probably one of the best things that happened to me this year. And I wouldn't have got him this year otherwise because I had so many trips away planned. Like, you know, just the first quarter of this year, I had back-to-back trips. Well, I had them planned anyway. I mean, most of them got canceled except for like the first two. But, you know, so I wouldn't have otherwise got Archie because I wanted to be around when he was a puppy. I didn't want to be putting him into a pet hotel at like three months old. Oh my goodness. Um, So yeah, I'm really like, I'm so grateful for that. I think having... Having a little housemate, a little furry housemate, furry companion, like somebody to go and adventure with has been so much fun. He's just like the best little puppy and it's honestly been the best thing that's come out of this year. If you guys haven't seen him, you can find me on Instagram at stephtaylor.co and literally most of my Instagram feed now is Archie. (laughs) 
<laughs> he actually he joined me in my brand, my most recent brand photo shoot, and the photos of him are so cute. <laughs> he actually he upstages me in my own photos. It's great. Anyway, guys, that's it for this episode. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time.